Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 8, Collision Course, Part 1. Because they're, they're going to knock into the tower because the collision yeah. set a course for it. Uh-huh. That's, that's, yeah. where, that's where that's from. Uh-huh. Did you do? I'm I'm imparting yeah. huge uh-huh. uh, secrets. <laughs> I'm gonna start singing TikTok at you any second now. Oh yeah. So <laughs> at least we like. I would rather them do a straightforward name like this than something stupid. Yeah. Their episode titles have been much better this season than they have in the past. That's true. So gotta give them that. I do, I do have to give them that. So yeah. Um. This was fine. Okay. Everything's so fine. It's, it's literally. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. House is on fire. It's Everything totally fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> um so yeah, it's well, it's a collision course on more than just that level. It's yeah. I mean, because you've got is Izel or Izel? Izel. I I got it wrong both times. Yeah. Izel is on course for Earth. Right, right. And then Sarge is on course towards her landing location. Right. So it's it's a collision course on so many different levels. Yep. Um <clears throat> nobody's talking to each other. No. Everybody has a plan. Yeah. It's but just, not t- that plan is to not tell anybody about their what, plan. Yeah, and they're all plans might not be great plans. And they're not the same plan. Not one of them. So it's fine. And at I'll, least Fitz and Simmons are like in the atmosphere at, least at this they're, point. And they're on the same ship. Yep. I forgot Pax was a character. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about, I'm like, who the fuck? Oh. Oh, that one. That, the other oh. one. Because they were talking about taking, um, like you have to, he had to choose a crew member to take with him. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's only two of them. And. And scene. I was like, oh. I didn't dislike him until now because he's killed the shield agent. And he has to die. Yeah. So there's that. You, you still not liking Snowflake? God, no. She's no, the okay. worst. Okay, but her and Deke kind of deserve each other. Yeah, because he's kind of the worst, too. He is. I'm I mean, just glad he was in the episode. That is true. That is true. I mean, that that was a little different. But, so. God, it's like, buddy, now is not the time. He's also terrible. Yeah. Um, and Mac now has 10% of the company. They said 2%, I thought, at one point. They did, but he negotiated up to 10%. Oh, you're right. He did. He did. So, Remember? yeah. To not, to not tell, tell Daisy. Daisy. And Max, Max just like, I don't care because, yeah. I mean, he stumbled into something. He did. That he, did. he had no place stumbling into. Oh, God. He found your, you know, your closet full of Playboys. It's fine. Although, I will say, does Deke even have 10% to give? Because... He said he's been working with venture capitalists, and usually part of the deal with VCs is you have to give them, like, ownership interest yeah. for them handing over a lot of fucking money. Yeah. I don't think Mac would really hold him to it, though. I think I it's hope just... I would. I would. I mean, you... I mean, yeah, like, you would. So but when do I get my but stock this certificate? Is, but this is Mac we're talking about here. He was simply True. manipulating Deke to do what he wanted True. Deke to do at the moment. I don't know that Mac cares. I think the biggest part of the negotiation was stop using shield tech. Yeah. Stop stealing shield. Stop stealing, stealing yeah. shield tech. That's the thing. If it's just an idea and he gets to build it, like I wouldn't fucking care. Yeah. But like, yeah. So, so anyway, overall, it's almost a bridge episode to get everybody in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. I I have the sinking suspicion that everything we think we know is wrong. 
No. When it comes to Sarge and Izel. No. Um, because we're like, oh, the Shike are bad. So she knows who he is. Yes. And where he came from and yes. why he's the way that he is. Yes. So. Just like you predicted. They have a past. They had a past. I knew it. Um, and also the we found out for sure that the previous world that they were on where they where they almost where he almost killed her was the Chronicom's homeworld. Oh, was that all okay. Yeah, he okay. mentioned that okay. it was whatever two and that okay. was the Chronicom's planet. Okay. So I heard the name but I didn't connect that it was the Chronicom um, planet. And then I don't know if the whole Chronicom like having Fitz and Simmons' brains is like I kind of felt like it was just like uh could well, we not with you guys? We have enough going on. I think the Shrike storyline is not going to be our ultimate. Oh, you don't? No. I think... That's going to get resolved. That's going to get resolved. Um, Before the end of the season. Yeah. And so here's what I'm thinking. I think the whole... And Sarge is going to get his memories back and, and all that bullshit's going to come around. And then they're all going to have to get back together to face this Chronicom Threat. Well, and we've got monolith shit that's now involved again. Yeah, I think it's all going to tie back together. Okay. I think this this confrontation between Sarge and uh, Izel is the penultimate. Okay. Not I don't the... think that's the ultimate okay, that'll be danger. Int- yeah, because, I mean, we're literally to the point where we're about to have to... Unless they're together. setting that up for season seven. Oh, because this is episode Going eight. the long we've game. Got we have five more episodes to go. Yeah, that's a lot to just deal with all the Shrike bullshit. So that's why I'm thinking we need to get the Shrike taken care of. And they're not going to be the bad guys we think they are. I mean, well, I don't know. They're kind of destroying the planet and yeah, killing people. I bet they're going to... It's not nice. No, I mean, but I think it's going to be a cool mode of still murder eh. scenario. Because, like they said, I think the Chronicoms probably took the uh, monoliths. Originally? Because she said that they were of her people. Okay, so you're talking about like back in the day took them. Yes. And so I think there's going to be some shenanigans. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, there's going to be shenanigans. Um, That's the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So do you, are you ready to just get in the recap and all that stuff? We don't have any any pre-back this time. Cool. No, really, I looked. Yeah, you did look. Um, So this was directed by Kristen uh, Wendell. Which is cool, lady director. Cool, 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 cool. Um, she's historically been an editor, so it looks like she's moved into okay. directing. So that's I like cool. it when that happens. I do too. Um, and then it was written by old standards Jeffrey Bell and Craig Titley. <laughs> yeah, Titley because tit. Um, we're adults. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that the name of the ship is the Lazy Comet until this episode. Okay, is that important? It's dumb. Okay. Well, um, I mean, look at the show. That's true. Um, so we see the, the ship head out, and um, the uh, the guys that have, you know, the, the two crew members we've seen before, um, are telling Fitz that there's no way they're going to make it. This ship is not designed to jump. And Fitz is like, no, no, it's okay. Like, we'll totally, we, we have even odds. And they're like, buddy, that's not good. 50 50- would you bet on a 50-50, though? Oh, it depends on what I'm betting. If I'm betting my life, probably not. Well, the thing is, it's either 50% they go and live, or if they don't go, then they just kind of stay where they are and they never get home. Yeah, yeah. And they're on a planet where they're wanted. 
Well, yeah, but these guys don't care about that. But they've been hired, so, like, you know. Um, so as soon as they're alone, uh, Fitz and Simmons is like, um, yeah, no, but, honey, the odds aren't good. And he's like, well, you know, gotta get back to her somehow. Yeah, we must further the plot. <laughs> That's basically what That's he said. That's basically what he said. Um, so Isel, uh activates the jump drive, and um, they see Earth outside. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Um, so we go to the lighthouse, and um, Sarge is reminding Mac that they had a deal. And I will say I was proud of Mac, because Mac was like, spirit of the the spirit yeah, of the but, agreement but not yeah, but like mac is still holding all the cards and i'm glad right. to see that he didn't just because in the past we've seen mac just kind of for lack of a better term roll over yeah because he's and he's so hell-bent on i mean honesty is very important to him and that's fine but like sometimes you need to like i liked the later in the episode when he's like oh i we're not leaving the base we never told them that that's our base in the sky. Yeah. So, like, I was kind of happy to see a little growth um, on that on that front. Um, it's the greater good. It is the greater good. Um, so, uh, Sarge wants his people and his truck back. And um, May wants some more information. She's like, okay, no, I'm going to need some details on how they're going to destroy the Earth. And um, he says that, because um, I, think, I think this is where she brings up, like, how can so few Shrike destroy the yeah, planet? She, Melinda uh, May just needs, she just wants information. She wants to know what she's up against. Yep. She doesn't know her enemy and there's no logistics like, yeah. at this point. Um, and so he says that they are paving the way for this creator God to come. And um, he finally t- gives it up that like they're gathering at this location and that's where the creator will come down. Well, he does. He he gives it up. He points at the map, and, and, and he's like, they're coming there. right here. So he is giving in. Yes. So we do finally see yes. Sarge give in some, yeah. which is character development. Because he does try to pull the, oh, okay, well, um, I'll just let your planet. Uh, just let your planet die. But his, and Max like, I don't think you will. No, he won't, because his drive for revenge is that right. much greater. Right. Um, and so Mac does let him have his truck back, but he, the crew that he gives is, uh, May and Daisy. And Sarge is like, Interesting what? choice. Yeah. Mom and daughter of the dead Coulson. So super fun. Yeah. That's, this is how, well, also main characters. So. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Sarge is like, uh, this is where he tries to, tries to bluff and he loses. Um, and so he's, but he's able to get Snowflake as well. Yeah, he's only um, allowed one of his own crew. So, uh, they go on the truck, and he does the whole, like, don't touch anything. And he's like, uh, so, I, I know what she does. She stares at me Menacingly. and fights. Yes. Um, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a hacker. I li- I really liked that, that they remembered that, like, Daisy Yay! was a hacker. Um, and, of course, Snowflake has this cringy, oh, you hack off limbs? She's like, very excited about this process. Go prospect. sit down. Um, listen, she's a very simple person. And she's like, no, I, I, uh, I had computers, but like, Sarge is like, mm, I hope you, can you take care of yourself in a fight? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. She's trying to not lay out all her cards exactly. as to who she is. Just uh, in case. And so, um, Sarge gets upset when a piece of their equipment blows out and he needs packs to fix it. Um, and so do you think he sabotaged it? Who? Sarge. Sarge. I don't know. To get packs? He seems genuinely distressed, but then again, he's a He's good a liar. good actor. So, I don't know. 
I okay. initially I'd say no. Um, I have my suspicions, and so uh, basically, it's it's an anti shrike device. Um, it sets out an electronic pulse, like an EMT, maybe, or a sonic or is that pulse. its tracker? I don't really understand it. And so Max, like, no, but I got somebody who might be able to help, and of course, it's fucking Deke. Of course, it is. Um, and so Deke's like, we we go back to the lighthouse where Max is trying to convince Deke, and he's like, no, I don't want to go with Psycho Colson. Um, and, uh, Max, like, like, we need you, buddy. Deke honestly doesn't want anything to do with S.H.I.E.L.D. No. And I, I get that with his, and it's very consistent with his character. Remember where he's from. He was yeah. always on his own. He had to be, yeah. He never relied on anybody. He didn't trust anybody else. And he doesn't want to get dragged into that because he can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's been on his own for so long. The only person he can depend on is himself and we see that continuing character trait because that's a hard habit to make. oh yeah a lifetime yeah habit yeah for him yeah especially when your life depended on it for so long yeah. yeah so i understand why he's he doesn't want to do this he doesn't really want to be a part of shield and yet he is yeah he's he's an anti-hero yeah damn it damn it <laughs> i have a type you do um, and I love it because Matt kind of, like, this reminded me of, like, a Big Brother move. It really was. Where it was like, it's, it's almost, I'm going to tell your girl that you got, like, weird shit on your computer. He kind of treated, uh, Fitz like this. Yeah. Turbo. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, like we talked about before, he trades, uh, his, uh, ability to not tell Daisy about it. And then he gets 10% of the I don't talk. think Mac really cares. I don't think... I think he would from a S.H.I.E.L.D. standpoint, thinking, ooh, that would be good funding. No, I'm talking about the the Daisy and the... Oh, yeah. The whole... the. I think he's just like, whatever, it's a bargaining chip. Yeah, Yeah, he's just using it because, uh, like we said before, he just doesn't want him to use S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield tech. tech. I think if Deke were to have come to him and negotiated, then that money could have funded S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, yeah. But and then. Deke could be the 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 R and D division, and but I'm generating funds. But he again, he you're right. He Shield wants is no danger part. to him. Um, so anything go, any relationship is kind of danger to him, though. Yeah. So we go back to the truck, and Deke is working on the device, and Snow does the whole beautiful soul thing. I can't wait to see it spill out, and it's like. You could take that a couple different ways now. Yeah, that's going to go a whole different direction um, later. And I still hate her. Um, that's and okay. So Sarge comes in, and um, so Deke's like, I can fix this. And so Sarge is like, all right, you're up. In 2.2 hours. Yeah. That's very specific. Buddy. Um, so Sarge wants Daisy up up with him up front, and he, he says that, like, he can't have May. Um, and, uh, you know... No one can spare uh, him because Snowflake's watching Deke. So he needs somebody with him. And it's like, yeah, he needs an extra set of eyes. And the okay. last time May was up there with him, she also knocked him I'm out. I'm pretty so. sure that the S.H.I.E.L.D. people should have been keeping an eye on Snowflake better than they did. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so Daisy goes up with him. And um, they're driving towards towards this point where the Shrike are going to converge. The collision point? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so uh, as they're leaving, we go to headquarters and Mac tells Davis to get the Zephyr. And he asks if 
it's the space version. He's like, no, we have to we have to put Fitz and Simmons on the back burner because they're conveniently going to be here in a minute. Um, and uh, he, but it was but it was a line of dialogue it was that they actually like that told us that yeah. they did not forget about Fitz and Simmons. And I appreciate the throwaway. That line. is something something we always ask for um and so max says that they're gonna they're gonna follow him and yo-yo's like wait a minute you said that you weren't going to and he said oh no this is where he does the whole like we're not leaving base <laughs> it's our base in the air um but he's he does the whole like i need you by my side thing with our, yo-yo yeah i need yeah it's like <clears throat> dummies uh so yeah um so a really quick scene we see that izel can apparently like it looked like she made it appear. I wasn't sure if that was just the way they had the camera angles and she was singing and like, so it looked like yeah, she's the I'm shrink creator. She, that's what Sarge has always called her. So. So like, cool, you can make evil bird creatures. So I don't know if she's Fun. hatching it or what? Yeah, they didn't, I think they specifically didn't show us all of that to begin with. Um. So yeah, I was like, well, this is I, this is the point where I literally said out loud to my dogs, "This is fine. It's fine. Everything is fine." Um. So we go back down at, to Earth. At least they didn't drag it out, though. That is true. Uh. Yeah. At least we didn't have episodes of this. Um. So uh, Mac takes Pax and Jocko with him on the Zephyr, and they put Jocko in the holding cell. But also, it looks like he's he's got treatment now. Um, he finally, got, he's, yes. He's breathing in vapors and he shit. He finally agreed to treatment. So, what is the tactical uh, advantage to having them with them? I don't know. And, and also, I don't know why Pax was held the way he was. It seemed very irresponsible to have him restrained with that, like, long leash of a chain. I know it was purely so he could do what he did later. Yeah, it's for and that's visual. not a good enough reason. It's, it was purely visual. Um, and the reason why they had Jocko in the holding cell was because of the atmosphere. They were giving him... Right. That he could actually breathe. But the way they were holding Pax was pretty dumb. I mean, yeah. Because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not dumb. But also, dumb. plot. But also, plot. I mean, we've been watching this show and dissecting it for... This is the sixth season, so... Yeah. Plot. Plot. Purely plot. Um... So, uh, they are not happy about not being with Sarge, and Pax starts talking about this is a stupid idea, and um, Mac is trying to get them to talk, and they're really not. Everybody has a plan. Everybody, it's not the same plan. Nobody's telling each other. But if they, they all, all just sat stupid, down though. in one room and had one plan. Yeah. Um, so this we, is how shit falls apart. Oh, this is like 99% of conflict in film, TV, movies, whatever is people not communicating. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, but also plot, but also plot. Um, so Sarge is driving and Daisy's looking at him and, and great job being a second set of eyes, Daisy. Yeah. Just saying. Um, and so, uh, she's like, is it weird that, like, you're exactly the same as our Coulson? Like, doesn't care. Even though you're the same, but your diet. And Sarge is like, doesn't, doesn't matter, don't care. Um, and so No he, hair, don't care? Yeah. He, 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 he doesn't want to lose focus. And he's like, this, all this talk is, is, you know, losing he my focus because so we have to survive. We have to, we have to kill the Shrike creator, like, 
this has to happen. He's so driven that even though he's got 17 hours to get to where he's going, he just refuses to deviate. Yeah. And I, that being distracted has to have had something with his past because his yeah. entire story arc don't distract me yeah no distractions focus, focus. single focus yeah like a bullet train yep oh you're right it does oh god so um but yeah he this conversation is just <sighs> pointless daisy daisy's she okay okay the point okay give us okay the name, no it's not just that it's it's a callback to uh, Daisy being a mini Coulson. Yeah. Well, Curse were, were Coulson in this situation. He'd be doing in Daisy's spot in Daisy's seat. He'd be doing the same thing, trying to get what little information yeah. he could out of because a reluctant knowledge is power. Yep. And then you can use that either against your enemies or to your own advantage or somehow. So that's yeah. Because we start. This is where we start to get reference of the creator as a she and not just as an it. She's picking up on those tiny little details. I'm so proud of her. Uh-huh. And so, like, her. she's like, oh, so you lost everybody, right? He's like, it doesn't matter. And he starts talking about her. He does her. open up. He does open up a little. Not much, but a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he finally mentions that the uh, the creator is Izel. And it's like, again, this is fine. Totally fine. Called it. You did. You did call that. Knew there was a previous relationship here. And also, I think you called that she was the creator. I did feel that. Yeah. I think you mentioned, if you didn't mention it online, you, I know you told me that offline. Because who else was it going to be? It wasn't going to be a Chromicon. Yeah. Because they're. And what other characters do we have to choose that from? That is true. And she's the outlier. Yep. And she was the new thing. So. Um, so we go to Izel. It was the hair. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Your hair's not red. I am still a anymore. redhead at heart, even though I was never <laughs> naturally one. Um, I was a redhead for like 20 years. For the record, Queenie's hair is a mix of teal and a dark magenta right now. Woo! Not currently a redhead. I love it. Um, So uh, she goes to the bridge and Fitz and Simmons are are working. They're going to try to talk to Earth. And they're so cute because they're both like, we've been gone for a really long time. We just want to talk to home and da-da-da-da-da. They're so sweet and innocent. And, um... She, um, is, I was like, oh, well, I'll never see home again. Oh, God. And, uh, and so Simmons being, being empathetic, uh, an empathetic person, she's okay, like. Okay, but wait. I don't think she's doing it to be empathetic. Oh, you think she's. Her body language spoke volumes of. I don't I'm you. trying to get your, I'm trying to get information out of you. Oh, okay. Okay. I took it to be empathy, but. She has spent no. I don't. I don't think uh, Simmons is very capable of empathy of very much these days. Um, oh, that's a good point. Between She's seen some shit, she has seen some shit, and um, I don't. I don't want to say not capable of. Let me take that back. Uh, choosy with it. Choosy. Yeah. Uh, she's not as trusting as she used to be. Um, I her body language because she kind of side eyes. She kind of looks up <laughs> under her. You know that. Looks yeah, like from her eyelids. I got very much the impression of I don't trust you. I want more information. I mean, could be when she spent all the time looking for fits by gathering information. That's what that's she true. does. That's so true. that's how I took it from her. She's okay. being cagey. Oh, she is being fun. cagey. 
Um, and so she starts asking um, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And we find out that um, the uh, D'Elise D- or whatever. I forgot how they ridiculous way they pronounced it. Yeah. The um, monolith Was taken from her world. And she wants to recover them. And so they start talking. And um, I can't remember if this is where she shows them the picture. But Fitz immediately is like, oh, the monoliths. And Gemma's like, ha we heard we heard stories about them, that the Chronicoms had them. And Isel's like, yeah, I, I heard that too. Um, but, like, Gemma cuts his ass off from being like, oh, yeah, we've totally used them before. And we've been transported with them. And da-da-da-da-da. We even had one for a while. Um, in our basement, that didn't go well. No. Um, and so, uh, she's like, yeah, um, but, you know, my home world was destroyed, and so, like, that sucks. And, um, she says that she's worried the same thing will happen to Earth. And... Is she? I have a theory. Okay. I kind of think the Chronicoms are behind this. And when we see, um... In the stinger, when we see Enoch rallying the anthropologist wing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he makes it very clear that you there mean is his di- boyfriend. Yeah, there is a division within the Chronicoms. The anthropologists are more of Enoch's leaning, and then you've got the other ones that we've met already, the hunters. Well, I mean that's that's a very stereotypical um, the intellectuals versus the warriors. But like, so part of me wonders if. They were somehow behind the destruction of their planet, and they're trying to blame it on the Shriker. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to fit all you, this together, and I'm a conspiracy mm, theorist at heart when it comes to this kind of shit. Yeah. So you're thinking that Izel isn't the true one true evil? You think yeah. the Chronicons are the one true evil? I kind of think so. The bad Chronicons. Not like Enoch's a good dude. <laughs> Enoch's a good dude, and I will stand by that. That is the hill on which I will die. Okay. 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 So I, I, I don't think okay. Izel is the evil that we think the, that the, we've been led to believe I don't know. she is. She's not nice, but she is not the ultimate evil. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, she's not a good person though. No, I mean she's taking bodies over and like she's doing what she got to do. She's killing like, a lot of people. Yeah, but she's seen some shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you have a type. I do. <laughs> I'm so lucky though that I get Loki back with no char- no pesky character development to make <laughs> redeemable. He's back to the old shithead he was before. November twelfth. Yay! Wait, what? We have a date. That's when Disney Plus comes out. I didn't think the shows were going to be at the same. I don't know. T- okay, I, I don't know. I, I know Disney Disney Plus is yeah. November twelfth. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. If you, uh, hey, <laughs> listening listening people, if you get a date for the Loki series, send it to us. I don't care if we know about it already. Send it to us. Thank you. <laughs> she's thirsty i am super thirsty i just want to watch disney show i watched brave the other night i know i love that movie so i'd only cute. see that instead like, of sleeping that probably wasn't a wise idea you know yeah here we are good job um anyway back to agents of shield so basically i think azelle is not the monster that we are being led to believe she is she's not a nice person though she's still a monster Sarge isn't she, either and i'm kind okay, of on that bandwagon she, with him too she may not be the monster but she is a monster okay okay ish i don't know we don't know the full she's story killing people with the shrike she is murdering and wiping out entire planets that's not a good person okay all the shrikes we've seen 
Shield or Cole or, or Sarge have killed them. The Shrike themselves the did not Shrike kill the people. Killed, no, yeah, they did. When they do the spiky things out of their body, you think that's not killing them? Yeah, but that was after they were captured. Uh, that entire tower that was built in this episode, all those people out in that field and their bodies went, <laughs> you thought that that was that was pure, um, um, come on, come on, come on. You're right. Come on, that's about a, you know, a couple. We don't of, know that she caused that. She created the Shrike. There's all I'm She's the is, creator. <laughs> you do that. not have a foot to stand on There's here. There's a lot we don't know. She's still a monster. She's culpable. She's a monster. Okay, she's a monster, she's but not, not the, the monster. monster. I kind of think that Altara is the monster and her Alt- hunter ilk. Oh, the assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Any hoozle. <laughs> Back to the recap. <laughs> um, and uh, he, they start talking and um, he, we get the in, the uh, implication that he knows Azel better than. He, he who? Sarge? Sarge. Okay. Yes. Um, and so we go to uh, Davis and Mac, who I'm still glad Davis is live. Good job, buddy. Agent Exposition. Woo! Season six. Yeah. Proud of you. Um, and, uh, they're tracking the truck, and so, of course, they, they get the Zephyr in the air, and, um, Yo-Yo tries to, like, tell Mac, like, she gives him a pep talk, because Matt does, Mac does the whole, like, I don't know who's looking up to me now, and she's like, come on, like, you, you gotta not be so hard on yourself. They're, they're getting back to their relationship. This is who they were. Before all this Before bullshit. Mac decided to keep her at arm's length, because we all know that's what happened. Right. And Which is ironic, because she doesn't have arms. But I also appreciate the fact that she's not continuing to carry the grudge, because at this yeah. point in time, he said, I need you by my side. Yeah. And she, and he asked, and she's right there with yep. him. All he had to do was ask. Yep. That bitterness that we saw in her last season is is not here anymore or last season or last episode last season remember when she was like trying to prevent the pro the the prophecy mm, yeah and she got really like the whole like you can't save colson and da 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 so a lot of that anger and frustration and everything well, is I, not there anymore I so think, i think she's worked through a lot of that well shit. there's that and i think she's also sees the situation that mac is in and appreciates it for what it is and I'm kind of surprised that she's not still carrying the the grudge with the with, with Keller. Keller's death. Yeah, I'm surprised because she's a very emotional character. She is. She's very she's very emotional. And I I don't want to say it's almost I don't want to say it's like she's forgotten him, but she kind of has. Well, but also like how long were they a thing? Well, it's not just that. It was a very she saw this it happen. Very it was very death. violent. Yeah. It was very traumatic. They had just really started a relationship. <clears throat> then again, Yo-Yo is better at compartmentalizing. She really is. And Max always said that's not a strong suit. And I think I that's just, why they compliment each other. I just don't want that. I just don't want Keller to be such Forgotten. a throwaway character. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want it to be like, oh, angst for the purpose of getting them back together. It's like man pain, but backwards. Yeah. On the other shoe, you yeah. know? I don't want that. I do see some growth <clears throat> from her, though. Which is which is yeah. important, I think. Um, growth. Um, so, uh, you Where's know, she from, <laughs> I don't know. Claire okay. does it. Oh, okay. Um, and so, uh, she's, you know, gives him a pep talk, tells him he's, he's doing the right thing. 
And um, because he is Mac. Mac know Mac's a smart cookie. He knows damn good and well there's something Sarge hasn't told them. There's still another shoe that's that's ready to drop. Oh, he ain't done. And then this is when they get a report from Benson from Guatemala. <coughs> we didn't forget Benson. Yeah, they mentioned him. Um, so we get a, or actually he sends a message saying a report is incoming. Um, so we go back to the, um, the ship that Fitz and Simmons are on and, um, Toad, this guy Toad has his puffies, which are really cool looking meringue cookies. They um, are I got a good look at them so, this time. They're meringue cookies. They are so brightly colored. My goblin brain wants them. My goblin brain wants them. They're cartoonish. Yeah, they are. Oh, they are. Um, they almost look like, honestly, not peeps. Maybe peeps without the sugar coating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Azel is there. And, um, you know, no big deal. Uh, she stares at him. Uh, <laughs> like she do. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, she asks what the, what they are. And he's like, no, like you can't, they're mine. And then he notices, oh, what is that? Like a pet or something? And she's like, sure. Sure it is. And of course, then she has it fly into his mouth and, you know, takes over his body. It's fine. Still, it's, it's all fine. So there's a Shrike on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That she either created whole cloth or, or just woke up or I don't know what the fuck her powers are. Yeah, I are. don't know how that works. Um, so, yeah. Um, so we go to Deke and he is sleeping. And Snowflake is, like, within an inch of its fucking face. And he wakes up. And she's, uh, she covers his mouth and says that he's hers now. Okay. And it's like, that's not creepy at all. No. Um, so we go to Daisy, who gets kicked out of the cockpit because she's terrible for Sarge. And nobody's surprised. She does not make him focus. And she goes and talks to me and she's like, yeah, I asked a lot of questions. Um, and so she is kind of like... She basically outlines how shitty this is. Like, we buried him, we mourned him, and now some guy is walking around with his face. I'm glad that they're talking about it, though. I am, too. And it's like, she's like, this is really shitty. I don't like this. And May's like, yeah, but I think we can trust him. And Daisy's like, can we, though, or does he (laughs) just look like Coulson? And she doesn't really answer. No, she doesn't, because she doesn't have an answer. Um, Okay, but the thing is, she's not entirely wrong, though, because... He could have just outright killed her and gotten, I mean, that's and gotten her out of his way. Yep. He knew how dangerous she was yep. and, you know, and that he, she was out to get him, but he instead chose to stop and take the time to teach educate her, her, educate her. In yeah. his own backward ass way. I mean, yeah. Um, he was trying to recruit her. Yeah. So and like- he, I mean, yeah, he did it the hard way, but. Being made, do you think she would have learned any other way? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it kind of... Uh, Sarge isn't blameless either. No. But I still think they're going to... I still think they're going to redeem him. Oh, somehow. Yeah, oh, yeah, they are. Um, of course they are. Yeah. So, like... Mm. But I, I did like that, that Daisy was being real, real, real with May about, like... Is it just that you're kind of blinded by the fact that he looks like... Are you blinded by love? By love. Um, so uh, they do kind of wonder 
why Sarge is chasing this Izel person. Um, and it's like, okay, well, we know why he's told us he's chasing her, but like, yeah. Um, so we go back to Mac, um, and he is looking at what Benson sent and, um, it's stuff from Guatemala and it's this woman with bird wings and the name Izel keeps popping up. Um, and I do love that, like, he asks Yo-Yo if she's ever heard of him. She's like, what? Because I'm from South America? Okay, I automatically no, know, like, Indian no, shit? Okay, no, now listen. I see where that comment comes from. Yeah. And it's a great line. But yeah. also, Mac is asking a trusted advisor. Have you ever heard of him? Had she been May? Had she yeah. been Daisy standing there? He, would he still would have question. said, have you heard anything about I think this so before? Too. I think so, too. Um, and she was like, God, Mac, I'm a Catholic. Um, and so. I think she's just playing with him. I kind of think so, too. We like, he knows that. Getting mute. And um, she knows better than he, than he would. Yeah. And so, like, uh, apparently she is, like, she escaped um, thousands of years ago. And this was, I, it was Incan, right? Yes. Um, and I Googled. Possibly Incan. Izel Incan. And the only shit that comes up is shield. <laughs> so, like, this is. This is made up um, that I could find from a quick Google search. If I'm wrong, please send us links. Um, And that uh, she's trying to track down these artifacts. And apparently as she does it, she destroys shit in her wake. And it's fine. Um, So, again. Izel is also a Turkish singer. I did see that it was a Turkish uh, name. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I think this is going to come down to, with her, a bad thing was done to me, so I have license to do bad shit trying to undo it. I guess. Like, these monoliths were taken from me, but or me or my people or whatever, because if she is the same Izel from Legend, then she's thousands of years old. Um, so, who knows? Again, we, we don't have enough information. Um, so, we go to the next day, and... This sonic thing has broken down again. Sarge pulls over, has a little bit of a meltdown. A little bit. Um, that, like, you were supposed to fix it, and da-da-da-da-da. And he tries to find Deke. And in the process of finding Deke, he also finds Deke and Snowflake getting their swerve on. And he calls her Snow Bunny. And I want to die. A little a little yeah. part of my soul died. Um, and um, so Sarge is like, focus. He gets Deke by the throat, and he's like, why isn't this working? And Deke's like, I fixed it, but it was shitty to begin with. Um, and so Sarge is like, fix it again! And then he's like, are you guys hungry? <laughs> um, it's like, good God, I'm gonna get fucking my neck broken whiplash, with all this yeah. whiplash. Yep. Um, and so uh, we go back to the ship, and Fitz and Simmons um are there and they're confronted by this other guy boyle who said they found toad's puffies and he would never just no. spill them and leave them behind no, toad apparently has a problem and so fitz is like okay we're working by um and totally dismisses them yeah and they have a little conversation about has simmons ever tried him and she's like well yes i saw you in a monkey suit um and <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. But they start talking about the monoliths, and um, yeah, because he didn't know they were destroyed. They were, yeah, because there's yeah. there's a a fun bit that he doesn't know. Um, and isn't there a third one though? 
There were three. That was yeah. undestroyed? I don't remember. It's very fuzzy. I me. think I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so he's he, he. We have the whole like. I am only gonna be your your. I'm gonna be your second husband because like he was the first and da da da. Okay, this scene was hilarious. Okay, because she's like, "Are you jealous of her, of yourself?" He's like, "Yes, yes, I am." Yes, and that was I'm absolutely jealous of myself. Kind of a fits thing, because like, and also I feel that, but he was. I would be too. At least he was being honest with he was himself being honest. about they, it, and they were talking about it, which is something. And she's, of course, she's kind of rolling her eyes at him, but, but she's he's, also just happy to have him back, so she doesn't care. His feelings are absolutely valid, though. Yeah. I mean, because it's he's not suck. he's not wrong. Mm-mm. She has all of these memories with a completely different person. Yeah. Be it him or not him. Yeah. He does not remember any of this. So it's a it's not him. And this really made me think that this is foreshadowing for Coulson being from a divergent something. I mean, Sarge. I mean, yeah, because they're be. showing us with the two Fitzes that because he doesn't remember. Yeah, because he's from a separate timeline. Um, And so. uh you know, he he's not really happy, but Gemma's like, let's let's maybe focus on getting home. It's like okay. Um, so we go to the uh, the co- or not the cockpit, the cargo bay of the <laughs> Zephyr. <laughs> you said cock. Oh, Jesus woman. Um, and so Pax is talking to Jocko, and he starts trash talking Sarge and his stupid plan. And he's like, this is dumb. I don't like this. Um. And uh, he's like, we should, we should like be for ourselves now because Sarge abandoned us. Yoga comes in and she's like, "What you talking about? What's up?" Because he starts talking about what they're facing. And um, Pax is like, "Turn the plane around." So Yoga's like, "Okay, well, this is this Isel lady's a demon." Um, and so Jacko's Jacko's like staying even keel through this whole thing. Like Pax is trying to be like, "Yeah, what about this?" And Jacko's like, "No, we're good. It's fine." Um, but he's, he does mention that, like, yeah, she may be a demon, but, like, we can kill her. Um, and so, uh, we go back to Sarge, and he kind of fills them in a little bit that, like, they, they've always been a step behind of Izel. They came really close. This is where he mentions Chronica 2, which is the, the Chronicom's world. Mm-hmm. Um, but she got away from him. He killed her whole crew. Um, but they, he, she slipped away. And, um... But by they got the by the time they got there, the planet was destroyed, and um, he says that she's just motivated by hate. Um, she wants to destroy, and that kind of leads me to believe that she's going after the people that took that she thinks took her monoliths. Um, and um, he's and so she, I think May at that point was the one that asked him, well, "What's your motive?" And he's like, "Oh, it's love." No, it's hate. No, it's, really, it's, no, it's the same. It's just hate. It's like her. Um, and so, uh, he does mention that Azel took his family from him, which is what Daisy suggested. But he doesn't remember his past. Yeah. I think, so I don't know how just, much of that is, is convenient. I don't so want to talk about it. Could he just be driven by emotion, even though he can't remember it? Or is he lying about not being able to remember yeah. it? Because Sarge is nothing if not also full of shit. I mean, you're right. Um... And so, uh, he says that he has a way to kill her. Um, and it's, it's, there's, but he also says there's only one way to do it, which contradicts himself two seconds later. Um, and so Daisy's like, cool story. Um, what else are you not telling us? And, um, he, cause she's like, 
she wonders whether the sword is she's like okay you have to get up there you have to stab her with it like this is not a great plan and no. so he takes a swing at her and of course she quakes it away and it's like ha ha um and uh this is when they get a beeping that the end is starting <gasps> dun, 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 dun. um so yeah um so we go to this field where all these shrike people have gathered in weird concentric circles and this is when this is what you were mentioning earlier that all their all their bodies Yeah, yeah, these these people are dead now. All their bodies are destroyed by the spikes. Um and they start building this tower, which is fine. Everything's fine. Oh, sure. Um and so of course everybody This is it. not a, a a world ending no. event at all. Which is contradictory cuz to what sarge says which is exactly that it's a world ending thing mm. um and he's like uh he's like yeah you see that bullshit this is how they call her um and he says if uh she shows up then it's gonna get 10 times bigger and this is where because they've the whole time they've been questioning going how can this handful of shrike take over the planet and he's like this is how it becomes uh, it gets bigger and it becomes like like a shrike baby making facility or something well, and it's like a, a summoning beacon yeah and this is what he's been trying to stop all along is this, yeah. the creation of this tower. So, how did Izel know to come to Earth? It doesn't look like she's being drawn by the tower. Until, yeah, just, she, so she had to have sent this. The Shrike had to be there ahead of time. Yeah. So, like, I'm, it just seems too coincidental and also, why is this creator god having to be like, oh, I need a ship. Here's some credits. Like, I, well, I don't know. They, okay, I mean, come on. Thor's even considered a god. He's not a god. Yeah, I guess. But he's thought of as a god. It's the same idea. Anything greater than any human is considered a god. Ooh, you know how humans also, are. can I sign up for that? I would like a... <laughs> race of like vampire bats as long as i get 100 percent immunity yeah that's all i'm yeah, asking no, no, for I don't okay kill you that's fine let's take over okay. this goddamn planet i'll be fucking high priestess okay there you go there you go um so yeah it, i i just didn't get the oh God, i just had a D, &D flashback <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine i just didn't really get the the tie I almost feel like this tower should have started before <laughs> Azel even decided to go to Earth. Okay, but the Shrike had to have been sent. Like, how did the Shrike get there? That's true. In the first place. Then why wasn't she this already there? Oh. Ow. Then why isn't she already there? Why did she have right? to send a how, Shrike and how, and how did they get there? Yeah. They got some explaining to do. Yeah, like, that this is a little terrible. too hand-wavy at this point. I should not have sat like that. Oh. Okay. I know. I hurt my back. Johnny hurt herself because she doesn't know when to not do things. No, I don't. Um, so, yeah. So, um, Mac, uh, May calls Mac, lets him know what's going on. Um... Because they were smart enough to let her have a satellite phone, I'm just saying. Yeah, and of course, this is the point where Davis is like, Which hey. they did mention ahead of time. Yes, they did. Davis is like, hey, um, this, this thing is approaching in the atmosphere, and it looks like it's headed right toward this tower thing. And, um, which is, they're like, great, that's not good. Um, so May lets Sarge know uh, what's going on. So I will say they're at least semi-keeping each other in the loop. Um, Mac tries to hail the ship. And um, this is when, of course, we see that communications still aren't working, because Fitz tells us that. and um, Which seems awfully convenient 
convenient because between not just Fitz and not just Simmons, but Fitz and Simmons together working on this cannot, like there's got to be a part missing or something for them to not be able to one fix of, this. One of the, one of the Shrike bird friends probably ate it. I mean, probably. Uh, so this is when they're, they're kind of like, where is everybody? And they see a uh, boil. And of course he gives them the thousand yard stare and you're like, Oh, he's been infected. Oh, sure. Um, I don't know why Izel left those two because it looked. I'm assuming she took over the whole crew. Yeah. Why is she let? Fitz yeah, because Simmons? when she got um, towed earlier, mm-hmm. the uh, rest of the crew were all glassy eyed. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why she's like because they were nice to her. Like I don't know. No, the, I think the, the other is. guys were just extras, and these guys were actual hired. There you go. Background actors. There you go. I don't know. Okay. Um. So we go to uh Pax. Who is he fakes the guard out and he's able to he's able to get the chain around his neck and he kills him. And but Jack was like, would you calm the fuck down? There's a plan. Um, and no, Pax, Pax starts bad mouthing the plan. And of course, he's able to kill the guard. And then, of course, um, they're talking uh, afterwards and he's like, or no, that's the next scene. Never mind. I'll cover that when we get to it. Because um, this is we're now back and forth a lot from three different plots. Um, so it's Sarge, great. Sarge is like, uh, well, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to hit the tower and it's going to be fine. And then, um, and then I'll stab her. It's going to weaken her and then I'll stab her and we're going to be fine. And Deke's like, cool. I got this Sonic thing working again. And Sarge is like, awesome. Let's it's, go murder Azel. It's time. And so Pax lets Jayco out and apparently he was faking this whole like, oh, Sarge left us behind. Um, and Jacob points out that, like, uh, you know, you you should have maybe not let them know everything you let them know. And but Pax didn't know anything. He's trying to save his own skin, which I do not blame him for. No, and they're they're kind of Jacko says some things have changed, but like we'll we'll just kind of go with it. the The plan itself is fine. And so, um, this is when Pax says nobody's told him what they're going to do about Azel. And it's like, oh, God, that means it's bad, isn't it? And um, he's like, okay. Jack was like, we're going to take charge of the plane. And, of course, this is when Yo-Yo comes in. And she's like, are you there? Um, <laughs> and she's like, get back in your hole, Jacko. And they're like, oh, that's cute that you think you can make us. And, of course, she yo-yos. And Which, gets, of course, she does. And gets packs into chains, like, immediately and pushes and is able in a couple pushes to get Jacko back in the pod. So, oh, look, Yo-Yo has powers. Yeah. <gasps> We're actually using them. Surprise. Um, so, yeah. And so Pax is like, cool story. Um, if you don't turn around, we're all going to die because of what Sarge is doing. And, of course, he's driving straight toward the tower. And so Pax tells her that Sarge has this weapon that's going to destroy the tower and a large chunk of the earth along with bit. it. A little bit. A little bit. And um, we see Sarge flip a switch and arm this device. And um, that's why it was so important for him to have his truck back. Um, Because it was on the truck. Yeah. So we see Deke, who who reluctantly ties up Snow, um, after Matt calls and tells them what's going on. Um, They pull guns on him when he comes back, Sarge. And they're like, where's the bomb? And he's like, cool, yeah, that's my insurance policy. And so we're going to blow her up and it's going to be fine. And Mac, or not Mac, um, May calls him out and says, like, 
yeah, but also doesn't it leave a huge fucking crater and we're, we're near a city and like, you're going to kill thousands and thousands of people. He doesn't care. And so he's like, yeah, I don't care. Cool motive, like, still murder. Cool motive, still murder. And so he's like, um, yeah, this bomb is set to explode on impact. So you can't quake it or you might trigger it early. And he, and he looks at snow and he goes, sorry. And then he bounces, he locks himself, uh, in the front. And so this is when Jake's like, oh, Snow's on our side now because, like. Well, he's in love. He, uh, he's in lust. He's in love. I was going to say, yeah, he's call not in love. He's in you make my pants, you know, feel different. And damp. Um, <laughs> and so uh, she's upset about Again, Sarge. They really kind of deserve each other. They kind of do because he's kind of terrible right now. Um, and so she's like, oh, the truck is a whole season of character development gone. Yeah. Whatever. And so, uh, he, she explains that the truck is on auto drive and they can't stop it. And it's like, duh, duh, duh. And so, um, Mac and Yoyo are watching from the Zephyr and, uh, they figure that they've got to find and deactivate the bomb and they've got Deke there. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, we see Sarge climb on the roof of the truck. And he draws that red circle. It's a portal. And you know what that's going to be. Um, and, of course, this is when Jocko um, tells Pax to move away from his jacket. And inside the jacket is another circle. And, of <gasps> course. Does, has Jacko just been walking around with a circle inside his jacket this yes. whole show? Yes. Okay. Um, and so, of course, Sarge comes through it. And um, he's on the Zephyr now. And so Jack was like, hey, we're on a plane. We're on a base. And Sarge is like, awesome. Cool. That's even better. Um, and so Deke is still trying to convince Daisy and May that Snowflake is on their side. Um, and Daisy finally gets frustrated enough to quake, to baby quake, open the cabin door. Very targeted quake. Um, and she gets it open. Of course, he's Sarge isn't there because we know he's on the Zephyr. Right. Um, Deke finds a panel and he comes back and he's like, well. I found the bomb. Uh, and and it's like, okay, cool, cool. Um, we this Again, we get really jumpy here. Fitz and Simmons realize that the ship has landed and they don't know where anybody else is. Ezel um, leads the whole crew through the ship and they're super possessed by the Shrike. Um, presumably to make the tower stronger, I guess. I would assume so. Um, so Deke pulls the bomb out and... Um, Mac and the others are just pretty much watching as the as the truck just hurdles toward the tower on a collision course. <gasps> oh my god! So yeah, and our stinger that I was not expecting was Enoch. Um, he calls uh this guy Isaiah, who's another anthropologist, and um he asks a little bit about the planet of Lightner. Um, and he's like, yeah, they're still eating their poop. Um, but you know, at least I'm here. And so Enoch's like, yeah, cool. Um, I need to get all the anthropologists together because like some bad shit has gone down. And, um, and Isaiah has heard that like their home world has been destroyed, but he's like, yeah, I want to kind of avoid okay, the so, hunters. So just to, to clarify this, the, the anthropologists, the Comic-Con anthropologists are stationed throughout the galaxy yes they weren't at home yes because i was a little confused about this at first like just like what, enoch was stationed uh, on yeah, earth exactly so all these other yeah. anthropologists were stationed in different doing anthropology things yes. observing yes as that's what they're supposed Scattered to do throughout. so that's to, yeah. to clarify that a little bit um and he 
uh, Enoch wants to gather the fragments of their civilization and repair it. And God, who better to do it than anthropologists? I know, right? Um, and so uh, Isaiah agrees. And of course, then we get our hunter chronicom group with Malachi. And he's like, I'm going to find him and kill him. And um, but this is when they're like, uh, they start talking about Fitz and Simmons. And he's like, no, I don't need them. I have their brains. Um, and, you know, he motions toward the, the brain sucky machine yeah um like da 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 so so yeah so yeah like we talked about so possibly this is going to be our our big our our real big bad bigger bigger bad yeah yeah um i i don't know like i'm i I find the part about the chronicoms the anthropologists i find them interesting yes because i think their whole like deal is interesting i don't think that the hunter chronicoms are like i don't care about that right now i get that um i think it's a little bit too much i was kind of happy not to see them this episode until the end i was happy to see enoch again i, I didn't think we would be seeing uh saying yeah because we talked really about him, to him well we talked about him being a hail mary yeah uh way back when he said his goodbyes or whatever so yeah. so that was our episode that that was it it was a part one of two it was. Um, we don't have any feedback. We are recording this literally the next day, so I know yeah. there hasn't really been much of a chance. Please go ahead and send your feedback in for this episode. We can, you know, discuss it on our next podcast. Yeah. Uh, which we will be recording again on Saturday. That's going to be a fairly consistent thing um, from here on out. Yep. As my schedule has finally settled. Yes. I have Saturdays off now. Yay! Yay. Um. So... Uh, yeah, go ahead and send that. You can send that to us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. And on Twitter at randomtcasts. And on facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Yay! Uh, so, yeah. And we'll, we, we'll, we'll discuss that on the next, yeah, next episode. So. Uh, and that would be Collision Course Part, part two. 2. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. It's fine. Everything it's fine. is fine. Okay. The planet's on fire. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. At it's least Fitz and Simmons are on Earth. Of course. Together. Of course, our guys are talking about shooting down the ship, maybe, and don't understand that our babies are on the ship. But it's fine. Give them Whatever. Time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they will contact them at the last minute. It's they fine. will. It'll you be, it'll be like, oh, we're here. We're here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.